Nothing says, I expect you to be reading and keeping up in the devotional book like the guy that walks in with a sword. We had, uh, we had some family uh, some time back moving out of their house and downsizing, and, uh, and they were older generation, and, and, uh, uh, and, and Bill had, had said it would be okay for the boys to, to, to each, you know, have one of the mementos that he had collected over his life, and, and, uh, and by boys, I think he included me, I, um, <coughs> And we were all like, we want the swords. <laughs> uh, I brought in one um, of his uh, mini swords. We, we got a couple of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, like this is a classic boy toy, right? You know? It's not that sharp, by the way. Julie has already indicated that she wouldn't let me out of the house with it if it was really sharp. So let me just, I'm, I'm proving to you. Um, that it's not that sharp, but it, but it, but it does stand for something. Uh, the, the sword stands for battle, right? I mean, you with me? Like the sword, I mean, like, 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 ah, right? You know, the battle and conflict and conquest and good versus evil and, and the winner and the loser and the, just the, 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 the gruel of it all. Jack and I stayed up the other night and, uh, and watched a movie about conflict, and, I, and, and it, and it kind of got me inspired, and I sort of went a certain direction with it, and come to find out that, uh, that some other people liked the movie and, and the conflict it described. Uh, uh, the movie we watched the other night was the newest version of Beauty and the Beast. Is anybody, would anybody admit in the room uh, anybody in the, in the room that you've seen the, the new one, right? Um, is Emma Stone, am I getting that right? What's her name? No, 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 what's her name? It was Emma Watson. Yes, let me not get the Emmas confused. Emma Watson. Um, she's real. She's a real person. But then they had like CGI characters play the other people too. And, uh, and then what I discovered is that it was a pretty popular movie. It, it came out uh, maybe in 2015, just two or three, four years ago. And it was a pretty popular movie. And, uh, and it made a lot of money. And then I was like, well, that seems like a lot of money. Uh, maybe that's one of the best movies of all, you know, mo- highest grossing movies of all time. And it turns out it was, uh, it was 14th on the list. And, and I began studying the list and I began to see this theme around what we pay to see. And before you go judging anybody, right? We're going to talk about judging in a minute. Before you go judging anybody, I, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to have watched these. I haven't watched all these movies. I probably hadn't watched half of these movies, maybe about half. Uh, but, but a couple of them, I'm scratching my head. But, but, but here's the point. It's not that you've watched the movies, but it, 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 it's the point that someone on your street has watched the movies based on how much money they've made. Highest grossing movie of all time, not counting inflation, just straight dollars. Highest grossing movie of all time. Anybody know it? Not Star Wars, not Avengers. Titanic, really close. The blue face people, Rob. Avatar, gross. I got to clear my throat. 2.79 billion dollars 2.79 billion dollars so y'all can all say i didn't go watch that movie but some of y'all are lying because 2.79 billion dollars means that someone in this room watched that movie uh next next shane uh titanic 
uh, just limping in second place, $2.19 billion. Then you got Star Wars Episode Seven, uh, Avengers Affinity War. You got this, you got that, you got that, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, oh, you got to clear the screens and then try it again. There you go. Yeah, there, there's the list. These are the top six. Top six. Uh, Avengers comes in twice. Jurassic World, you know. And then, and then we can say the screen um, ran out of room, but I just didn't want to write that, that a lot of y'all go and watch Furious 7. Is the number seven all-time highest grossing movie of all time? It, it, uh, I didn't write it down. It, it made a billion more dollars or something like that. And, and, then, and then it goes down. Avengers, A's of Ultron, Black Panther, The Last Harry Potter, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, so that'd be like episode eight, Jurassic World. Then you got Frozen, the first, you know, Disney, um, uh, which, which interestingly has conflict. It's because they all have conflict. They all have conflict. I mean, like, the conflict of Titanic is how long are we going to have to watch this movie before the ship sinks? And I hope I haven't ruined it for you, but, but the rest of them all have a clear amount of conflict. Because, because here's the thing, and, I, and I'm not going to belabor this. We're going to read the Bible in a minute, but, but here's the thing. We pay to go see the battle. We, we pay to go see the battle. And, and maybe, and I don't know about this, I don't know about this, but maybe one or two of you know one or two people that don't only like, enjoy seeing the battle on the screen, but maybe one or two of you people, maybe, maybe you know some people who just like to have battles. Maybe you know someone, maybe you know someone that just, that just, that seems to like conflict. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've said it this way, I, I just think, I just think he enjoys the drama. Or that, or that she just wants to stir things up. This is, this is exactly where we are. This is exactly where we are as we follow Jesus through. Moving, moving, moving from, from this moment where he sets his face to what is ahead of him. All the way to Easter. And we're tasked, we're, we're, we're challenged to listen to him. For the words he says in these 13 or 14 chapters, the words he says have, have the ability to impact us in the conflicts we are in and the peace that we're trying to find. I invite you to turn in the Bible with me this morning to, uh, to, to Luke chapter 11. We're going to read uh, the last nearly half of Luke chapter 11. We were in the first part of Luke 11 last week. We find ourselves now past his teaching on prayer to, uh, to a, a conversation that happens over a meal. It says, Luke eleven thirty seven. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee invited him to share a meal with him. So Jesus went and took his place at the table. When the Pharisee saw that Jesus didn't ritually purify his hands... It doesn't mean that he didn't, didn't, didn't have clean hands. It means that he didn't go through this, uh, this, this religious, uh, created, man-made, uh, step-by-step process of, uh, of, of purifying his hands. When he didn't do that, it says he was astonished. doesn't say he said anything. Maybe he made a face. I, you know, anybody, anybody live with anybody that makes a face, right? So maybe he made a face, uh, The Lord said to him, 
Now, you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and platter, but your insides are stuffed with greed and wickedness. Foolish people. Didn't the one who made the outside also make the inside? Therefore, give to those in need from the core of who you are, and you will be clean all over. How terrible for you Pharisees. You give a tenth of your mint, rue, and garden herbs of all kinds while neglecting justice and love for God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Apparently you can do both, and you're not doing both. How terrible for you Pharisees. You love the most prominent seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces. How terrible for you. You are like unmarked graves, and people walk on them without recognizing it. Now I want to pause with that one verse right there, because I don't want the significance of what he's saying about these Pharisees that he's having a meal with. They've invited him to his house, uh, to their house, and, and he's having a meal with them. And this last condemnation is, is maybe, maybe worse than all the others. Because you know, you know, we, we've grown up being told that, that, uh, that if you see a marker, you walk around it, right? But even more significant in the time of Jesus is, is if you ever encountered a, a, a grave inside of the grave was the potential for you to if you're walking near it was the potential for you to come into into contact with those remains and if you came into contact with those remains you would be ritually unclean which would have which would have involved this long process of going and, and it would have taken days and it would have probably you know d- 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 sacrifice and it would have certainly diverted your plans for the weekend Jesus is saying to the Pharisees, you are like corpses. And every time people encounter you, you make them unclean. You're like the dead walking around. So it's it's of no surprise that in the next verse, One of the legal experts, now this is not a Pharisee, this is another group of people that happen to be in the house too. Maybe maybe there's just one or two of them. says one of the legal experts responded, Teacher, when you say these things, you are insulting us too. Jesus said, How terrible for you legal experts too. You load people down with impossible burdens and you refuse to lift a single finger to help them. How terrible for you. You, build, you built memorials to the prophets whom your ancestors killed. In this way, you testify that you approve of your ancestors' deeds. They killed the prophets and you build memorials. Therefore, God's wisdom has said, I will send prophets and apostles to them and they will harass and kill some of them. As a result... This generation will be charged with the murder of all the prophets since the beginning of time. This includes the murder of every prophet, from Abel to Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the holy place. Yes, I'm telling you, this generation will be charged with it. How terrible for you, legal experts. You snatched away the key of knowledge. You didn't enter yourselves, and you stood in the way of those who were entering. As he left there, the legal experts and Pharisees began to resent him deeply and to ask him pointed questions about many things. They plotted against him 
trying to trap him in his words. This is the word of God for we the people of God and we say together, thanks be to God. Let's pray. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We are a people who pay and seek out and 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 we, we stretch our necks to find the conflict. Driving on the road the other day, coming and going from South Atlanta, and the traffic slows down. And you know why it slows down? Because everybody's got to see. What did, what did they get stopped for doing? What, who, who caused this accident? We, we literally slow ourselves down. It's not because of safety. We're not, we're not driving slow because of safety. We're driving slow so that we can see what that guy over there is talking to this guy about over here. Because we've we got this appetite for conflict. And Jesus is talking about that directly with those who have gathered. How terrible for you. Some translations say, whoa. How, how terrible for, for you. That you do this, and you do this, and you do this, but you neglect the stuff that matters. At one point he says, hey, you get this right, but you think that getting this right means you don't have to do this. And Jesus says, you can do both, and but the fact that you don't do both, you're not doing enough. conflict conflict even the savior of the world can't get to his destination without encountering conflict could it be could it be that the conflict and battle for the salvation of the world Is, is not the stuff captured on the big screen? But it's, but it's the movie playing out right here in our hearts. And that it sounds like feelings. There in the middle of it all, this legal expert speaks up, clears his throat a little bit, and says, <clears throat> Teacher, when you say these things about them, it hurts my feelings too. And Jesus doesn't stop. The, the Pharisees, we, we've talked before, the Pharisees were a, a particular religious sect. There were others, there were others, but they were, uh, they, they were the most famous because of their conflicts with Jesus, so we're still talking about them. But they were the most prominent at the time of Jesus as well. 
They, uh, they believed themselves to be the purest, the holiest. They understood themselves to be, and I, and I won't get them all right, but uh, they understood themselves, uh, a little list of things. They were, they were guardians. They were guardians of, uh, uh, of, of the doctrines and traditions of their religion. They were, they, were, they were defenders, this is beautiful, they considered themselves to be defenders of the holiness and glory of God. Because maybe God needed a little help defending his own glory and, uh, and holiness. Uh, but they, they, they considered themselves, not only did they consider themselves, everybody else did too, they had bought in. And, 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 and the highest, the highest uh, office that they held was that they were gatekeepers of the heavenly realms. The Pharisees believed that, that, that the rules that they established and the traditions that they practiced and the way they taught and everything they did, what they did, they were gatekeepers. And there were people out there that wanted to get in here and they, they, they said, nope, 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 we're going to establish who can get in. And if you don't meet our criteria, no chance, no good. Jesus says, you have taken the gate and thrown away the key, but you don't go in even yourselves. You want the praise when you sit in the fancy places? But you don't respect other people? You want to be number one on the list? But you just promote yourself there and actually instead of starting from the bottom and working your way up, Jesus reminds us. You know the whole list thing? It's going to get reversed. And saying all these things, he hurts their feelings. How many people are headed to hell because no one ever told them the truth out of the fear that we'd hurt their feelings. Jesus is on the record as saying, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going I'm to tell you the truth that this is what you get wrong. You get wrong trying to put yourself up and put others down. I, 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 I've been telling my boys that for years, and I hadn't, I hadn't worked it out, and I hadn't put it on to any kind of uh, inscription or anything like that, but, it, but it's simple like this. And I, and I watch them do it with each other, and I watch them do it to other people, but it's mostly with each other. I, I, and, I, and I'll say this, look, 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 here's the deal. The, this is the way the world works. You don't actually raise yourself up when you put other people down. The opposite happens. And Jesus says the exact same thing here. You've put yourself up, you've put yourself up, you've put yourself up in your own minds by trying to put other people down. You've acted as gatekeepers, but you won't even go into the thing that you're protecting. Teacher, what you're saying, it it hurts our feelings too. All of this, all of this is hard. 
This is the stuff of feelings. We were the group. We were the group last night, and the feelings were good. A wedding shower. Going to get married, two months away. I was. I was. I was, I was with a family the other day for a funeral, and the feelings were good, and the, and, the, and the emotions, they came out. But they were all good. Talking about, talking about the mother that they loved, talking about the way that she cared for them, and they cared for her, and it was, it was good. The feelings are good. We're, we're okay with feelings. We're, we're okay with feelings, as long as they're the good kind. But we, 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 we tread so lightly around speaking the truth in any way that would, would, would hurt people's feelings in the bad way. And I get that. Jesus never said, go be a jerk. It's not in here. I've read it. Maybe, you, maybe you've read the whole Bible too. I, I've read it. it never, go be a jerk doesn't make the list. But he, but he does say, here's the truth and where you get it wrong. And you need to know it. Because the way you live, others are watching you. And they can be led astray. And in the end, it's all summarized this way. All the commandments. Love your neighbor. Let's pray. Gracious God, even now is We seek to guard our hearts from the battles that are happening around us and the, and, and the war that the world is waging against us. Even now as we guard our hearts, let us not defend so passionately that we're not able to hear the truth. that your voice is unable to be heard. Lord, help us to find that, that living obediently by your teaching and your word is more important than having our feelings protected. By your grace, draw us closer to you and closer to one another, we pray. In the name of your son, Jesus, amen, amen.